0: Welcome to another powerful teaching from Exodus Global. As a ministry, we're committed to inspiring a generation to develop a closer walk with God. We urge that you pay attention to all that will be taught and see to it that you apply them. Let's dive right into the word. Glory to God, I want to welcome you to another brand new episode of Strengthen Devotional. And we'll be continuing our series on the life of God with another topic titled the hope of eternal life let's pray father in the name of jesus we thank you because it is your will that we come to know your ways even through your word i pray that even as we listen to the teaching i pray that we are further established in the truth of the life of god and that we are built up and matured even where our work with you is concerned in jesus mighty name we pray amen and amen so like i said at the beginning of this teaching that we are continuing our series on the life of god and this particular teaching is titled the hope of eternal life now you see let me just give a quick disclaimer here i want to encourage you that you know you patiently pay attention to all that i will be teaching in this particular episode because you see i'm going to be touching on three major areas in this episode which is number one the assurance of salvation number two i'm going to touch um, on the subject of eternal security and then finally i will touch on the subject of living with eternity in view so you definitely want to pay attention to this teaching and this episode and i want to encourage you as well even right now while you're listening you can probably just share the link on whatever platform it is you're listening to this teaching right now share the link with someone so that they can also get blessed by this teaching so let's get right into it starting with the first scripture i want us to read which is found in john chapter 17 and verse 3 john chapter 17 and verse 3 the bible says and this is life eternal that they may know thee the only true god and jesus christ whom thou hast sent now as we have established so far in this series that you know eternal life can only be accessed through christ jesus and then that eternal life is god's gracious gift you know to any man who will believe in the sacrifice of jesus christ anyone who would believe jesus as lord and you know anyone who believes in the redemptive work of christ his death burial and resurrection and now him being as him having ascended being at the right hand of the father and anyone that believes that jesus is the son of god you know such a person has access to eternal life so you see it again from this scripture in john chapter 17 and verse 3 that the bible says this is eternal life that they may know thee the only true God and Jesus Christ from that ascend. So there is no way to access eternal life without Jesus. Jesus is the way, is the truth and is the life, is the way unto the Father. No man can come to the Father except through Jesus Christ. And you see, another thing that this verse shows us is that there is something we must know. If you look at it, it says, and this is eternal life, you know, that they may know. There is something we ought to know. There is a knowledge base that is necessary for us to access eternal life through christ jesus and that knowledge base or that body of knowledge is what is referred to as the gospel glory be to god so eternal life is received by believing in the love of god manifested in and through the sacrifice of the lord jesus christ in john chapter 5 and verse 24 the bible says verily verily i say unto you he that heareth my word you see that and believeth on him that sent me hath eternal life so there is a knowledge base that we have to have there is something we must have heard and there is something we must believe for us to have eternal life do you see the bible says still in john chapter 5 verse 24 that such a man who has heard the gospel such a man who believes in christ jesus has passed from death to life glory be to god and then the final scripture i just want to read for us as a means of introduction to this teaching is found in first john chapter 5 from verse 11 to verse 12 first john chapter 5 from verse 11 to verse 12 the bible says and this is the record that god hath Given to us eternal life, and this life is in his son. He that hath the son hath life, and he that hath not the son of God hath not life. This is so powerful. The Bible is clear on this. If you do not have Jesus, if you have not believed in Jesus, you do not have eternal life. But if you believe, you know, in Jesus, because God has put this life, God has put eternal life, God has put Zoe, the life of God, you know, the means through which it can be routed to man is through christ jesus and so when we receive jesus when we believe in him when we receive him and accept him as the lord of our lives then and only then does a man have eternal life so let's dive in further as we get into what we really want to talk about in this teaching. Remember, I said that the topic that we're looking at today is the hope of eternal life. So, what exactly is the hope of eternal life? Now, if you read in First Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 19, 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 19, the Bible says that if in this life only we have hope in Christ, we are of all men most miserable. I think I should read it one more time. First Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 19. The Bible says, if in this life only that is he's talking about this earthly life this earthly passage of life it says if in this life only we have hope in christ we are of all men most miserable now for us to understand what this verse is really saying remember we're trying to understand what exactly is the hope of eternal life so for us to understand what this verse is really saying we might need to read from some of the earlier verses before verse 19 so let's take our reading You know from verse 12 all right so let's start from verse 12 of first corinthians chapter 15 you can just open your bible and then let's see it together so first corinthians chapter 15 from verse 12 remember we're going to verse 19 for context but let's start from verse 12 so verse 12 says if christ be preached that he rose from the dead i'll say some among you that there is no resurrection of the dead But if there be no resurrection of the dead, then Christ is not risen. And if Christ be not risen, then our preaching is in vain and your faith is also vain. Now, what this is trying to say is that the resurrection of Christ and then our faith in his resurrection, you know, is what makes is what makes the foundation of the christian faith do you see this now so let's continue our reading now the bible says and we have found false witnesses of god because we have testified that he raised up christ from the dead whom he did not raise up. so what paul was just trying to say is that you know there was a debate you know some people were saying christ didn't rise from the dead you know and then paul was trying to defend the gospel that there are several um there are several proofs and evidences that indeed christ rose from the dead so if we go to probably verse 17 thereabout, it says for if the dead rise not then is not christ raised and if christ is not raised your faith is in vain and you are yet in your sin now look at what verse 18 says it says then they also which are falling asleep in christ are perished so this is talking about believers It's trying to say that if truly christ did not rise from the dead according to some of you as at that time according to those who believe that oh christ didn't resurrect from the dead now if christ did not rise from the dead so what this means is that the believers who died they are perished that's what he's trying to say so now if we now read verse 19 we understand what verse 19 is trying to say where it says that if in this life only we have hope in christ then we have we are of all men most miserable now the first thing i want us to establish from this scripture is that there is actually something called life after death because if you look at verse 19 of first corinthians 15 that we just read the bible clearly says that if in this life only we have hope in christ we have all men most miserable so it is actually true there is something called life after death that's the first thing i want us to look at now still looking at first corinthians chapter 15 let's go to verse 49 don't forget we're trying to answer the question what is the hope of eternal life but you see One thing we must understand is that we interpret scriptures with scriptures so we can't just try to explain what the hope of eternal life is on what we think it is we have to explain what the hope of eternal life is based on what the scripture defines it as now so let's try to define what the hope of eternal life is and, and remember, we're still looking at First Corinthians 15. So let's go to verse 49 to verse 50, and then we'll do verse 52 to verse 53. First Corinthians chapter 15, all right? Verse 49. The Bible says, "And as we have borne the image of the earthly, that is, as we have put on this earthly body, the Bible says, we shall also bear the image of the heavenly." Now let's let's continue our reading. Let's continue our reading. Now this I say, brethren that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of god neither doth corruption inherit incorruption. now if we go to verse 52 the bible says that in a moment in the twinkling of an eye at the last trump for the trumpet shall sound shall sound and the dead shall be raised incorruptible and we shall be changed for this corruptible must put on incorruption and this mortal must put on immortality what is this trying to say still on the concept of life after death that if all our belief in christ jesus is just to hand here on this you know planet earth then it means that our faith in him makes us the most miserable because what he's trying to say is that if jesus resurrected from the dead and now if jesus lives forevermore those who put their faith in jesus will also experience that same reality are you getting this now so when the bible says that even though we have born even though we have put on this earthly body you know we've had on us this mortal flesh when we die the Bible says at the rapture, when Jesus comes back, you know, at the sound of the trump, it says the corruption shall put on incorruption. It means this mortal body will give way for that immortal body. So there is life after death. In fact, the Bible says, according to what we just read in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 49 to 50, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. It means that when we are reigning with Christ in heaven, and, and mind you, I want you to just follow what I'm saying. I'm going to explain this furthermore in this teaching but you see the bible says flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of god what this means is that in eternity after this passage of life here on earth we are not going to still put on this mortal body that's what it's trying to say to you so the first point i want us to establish in explaining what the hope of life what the hope of eternal life is is that there is actually life after death Do you see this now? So, the man in Christ Jesus has an assurance, all right, that there is a life after death. So, the message is clear. If Christ died, resurrected, and now continues to live, then the believer will also attain this state. That is, when the believer dies, at the return of the Lord Jesus, at the rapture of the saints, those that were asleep in Christ Jesus, or those that died in Christ Jesus, the Bible says they will be resurrected and then they will put on the heavenly body and even those that are still alive you know still putting on this mortal body at the return of the lord at the rapture our bodies will also be changed do you see this now so there is life after Death. Now let's look at further more scriptures to help us understand what the hope of eternal life is. In Hebrews chapter 7, from verse 22 to 23, Hebrews chapter 7, from verse 22 to 23, the Bible says, By so much was Jesus made a surety of a better testament, and they truly were many priests. Be- because they were not suffered to continue by reason of death if we go to verse 24 the bible says but this man speaking of jesus it says but this man because he continueth ever now when he says he continued ever speaking of jesus in other translations the bible says because he lives forevermore so we can be rest assured that when we put our faith in christ jesus we would also live forevermore are you getting this now now i know somebody's already beginning to wonder does this mean that only believers will live forevermore what about unbelievers now i'm still going to get to that but just follow you know what we're trying to build up so the bible says that jesus lives forevermore all right and in fact in verse 25 of hebrews chapter 7 the bible says he lives to make intercession for the saints do you see so jesus is still alive He's still alive even though he's not here on the surface of the earth any longer when he was on the surface of the earth all right he put on this mortal body himself but then when he died and then he was buried and then after his resurrection he put on another body do you see to give us the picture of the reality of the believer in christ jesus so for the person who is wondering what is the fate of unbelievers it's very clear like i said you know if jesus died was buried resurrected and then put on the heavenly body you know put on you know, in corruption, put on immortality, and now he lives forevermore in eternity. Then that is the faith of those who put their faith in Christ Jesus. So it's very simple for those who don't put their faith in Christ Jesus, for unbelievers, it's clear, you know, that even though unbelievers will live forevermore, they will not have the same reality that believers have, which is simple that unbelievers. I'm not going to spend eternity in heaven. It's just very simple. And I'm sure some of us know this already. Do you see? So let's continue looking at what the scripture has to say. So don't forget where we're coming from. 1 Corinthians 15 and verse 19, where the Bible says, If in this life you know, alone we have hope in Christ, we are of all men most miserable. So what this is trying to show us is that our hope in Christ outlives this current dispensation. Our faith in Christ outlives this current dispensation there is something to look forward to that is beyond this present world do you see this now glory to god if you look at this same first corinthians chapter 15 and verse 19 in Amplified classic the bible says if we who are abiding in christ have hope only in this life and that is all you know it says then we are of all people most miserable and to be pitied so it's trying to make us understand that This life, this present life that we are living, this passage of time on the surface of the earth is not all there is to life. For the believer in Christ Jesus, we have hope of something better, which is eternity with God. Hallelujah glory to God. So having addressed that there is actually life after death and we have seen the faith of believers and those who put their faith in Christ Jesus. Now the next point of call is to further address where are we going to spend this eternity for the believers and for the unbelievers. Now to an extent I have already defined the where but let's look at it let's look at this a bit from the scriptures. In Ecclesiastes chapter 3 and verse 11 the Bible says that God has made everything beautiful in His time, and you see, the Bible says He has set the world in their heart, so that no man can find out the work that God makes from beginning to the end. Now, what this means is that God has so designed all the things that He created, such that there is no end, you know, to discovering more about it. Even science shows us today that you see, there are still things being discovered, discovered about the human body. There are still things being discovered about the planets there are still new discoveries new inventions every single day do you see so there is no end in god so just in case you know you might have doubted the concept of eternity from this explanation i just gave it's clear-cut there is no end we are still discovering new things every single day so if there is no end in god then you can know that there is really something called eternity so god created man to exist forever You've got to understand this. God created every single man to exist forever. Do you see? Because, for example, every man is always bothered about the future. Every man is most likely future thinking. You're always thinking, okay, what's going to happen tomorrow? How is tomorrow going to look like? How is next year going to look like? How is the next five years of my life going to look like? So God put that in the heart of man. That man should be forward thinking. Man should be future thinking. But you see, the word of God assures us that for the believer in christ just remember we're trying to answer the question of where will the believer and unbeliever spend eternity so for the believer in christ just the word of god assures us that our future here on earth all right and even in eternity is secure this is the assurance that we have that our future here on earth and even in eternity is secured remember at the beginning of this teaching i mentioned that i was going to touch three major areas as we look at the hope of eternal life to understand you know the hope of eternal life and these three areas for a means of reminder are the assurance of salvation eternal security and then living with eternity in view do you see this now so God wants us to be assured. Now I'm going to speak about the believers because I mean I'm speaking to believers and and now I'm going to major you know this teaching to talk about the life of the believer. All right. I think we all know by now the fate of those who don't put their faith in Christ Jesus and where they are to spend eternity, right? So for those of us who are in Christ Jesus, the word of God assures us that our future here on earth. And even our future and eternity is secured. Now, why are we doing this teaching? Is to help somebody who probably doubts whether he's saved, or to help somebody who probably because of a particular shortcoming, all right, or maybe at some point you fell into sin and then you feel as though you have lost you know your salvation, or, or you feel as though, or, or somebody somewhere who is scared, you know, or somebody somewhere who is scared of not, you know, we scared of not reigning with God in heaven the goal of this teaching is to help you understand what the word of god says about your assurance of about the assurance of salvation all right eternal security and also how we ought to now live with the knowledge of the hope of eternal life that is how we live our lives here on earth with eternity in view so i believe this teaching is going to help every single person whichever category you find yourself so please and please continue with me as we journey in this teaching just in case you're yet to follow us on social media, you can do so as Exodus Global underscore on Instagram, at the Exodus Global on Facebook, and Exodus underscore global on Telegram. For questions, counseling, and further inquiries, kindly send us a mail via the Exodus Global at gmail.com. We love and celebrate you. God bless you.